0: Good morning everybody, happy Friday and welcome to the Rangers Review morning briefing for Friday the 18th of November. It's Giovanni van Bronckhorst, one year anniversary in the Rangers job. We'll talk about him shortly, he's given an interview to Sky Sports and we'll discuss some of the Uh, The fallout from that. Before we do so, folks, you can see the little ticker below. We've still got that great offer on the website: Uh, just a pound for two months' worth of content. Head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. Okay, let's talk uh, Rangers then, lads. Uh, Well, first of all, uh, thanks for we've got Adam Thornton joining us. Uh, How are we doing, Adam?
1: Yeah, not bad. Thank you, Derek. And I have to say, I'm enjoying the break a little bit. It's been a weekend and. uh, not hating it that we don't have games at the minute, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I, I go along the same lines as you, Adam. Um, it's a, a welcome time for a, for a break, I think. What do you say about that, Graham? How are you feeling today? Um, we're talking off air, no Rangers for another four weeks or so. Um, does, it, does the break come at a good time for you?
2: It's just very nice that we can plan a weekend, knowing that there's no disappointments to come. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The the break, it's it'll do for a couple of weeks, won't it? Uh a bit despondent uh with other matters at Ibrox just now. Uh but yeah, I suppose we'll have to fill the, fill the void somehow.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and we'll do our best to do so, folks. Uh, Davey Malcolm, watching all the way from from Tenerife in the sunshine, just rubbing it in there. There, Davey. Uh, Scott Parson says it's beautiful here in Falkirk too. So there you go. What's it like where you guys are <laughs> weather-wise? It is absolutely teeming it down 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 here in Warrington.
1: Yeah, it's not too not too bad here now. It's still pretty wet, but not actually raining. Um, I can see a little bit of sky, but other than that, it's pretty cloudy and drek.
0: What about lovely Belfast, Graham?
1: Cold and sunny morning so far.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, top of the morning. it. That sounds like a very uh, usual wintry morning over there. Right, let's talk Rangers. That's why people are tuning in and not for weather forecasts. Giovanni van Bronckhorst is given an interview to Sky Sports. Uh, folks, uh, we'll bring you all the follow on, on that from on the Rangers Review website as soon as possible. Um, But some of the big uh, talking points from that, he talks about the the injuries and being the current squad. Uh, Only eight players uh, signed during his tenure. Um, But he says it's not an excuse. It's not entirely his squad. He says, every player in the squad is my player. It doesn't mean if I have to get new players, then it's my team. That's not my job. From the moment I stepped in that door, these are the, my players and I work with the players. Sometimes you go and you change things because players are out of contract or we sell them and we have to refresh the squad. Uh, but every player is my player. I don't think new managers saying this is not my squad. This is my squad. Uh, talking about is obviously, uh, I think this season, Adam, in, in particular, uh, it's looked very much like a Gerard squad, hasn't it, in terms of, the amount of injuries that they have racked up, asking players to go to the well all too often. Um, first of all, Giovanni van Bronckhorst, a year in the job, um, it's been a pretty much a roller coaster, is it not?
1: It certainly has. Um, even when you think back to when he took over, and and we had or just before that Hibs semi final, uh, and then coming into the the Sparta Prague game, where he obviously had a really good win and got his got his through. It has been. Absolute highs and lows you could peg it to highs in in the cups um or certainly in knockout football and probably quite a lot of lows or inconsistencies in in the league campaign um to be honest that isn't markedly different from from Gerard uh, albeit Gerard managed to win a win a title so in essence it's been i would say pretty similar there i think the difference i would suggest with um the Gerard's first year if you like was it was kind of clear that they were building towards something all the time. When Van Bronckhorst is starting at such a higher base in terms of quality and finances, I guess, that the club have and all that sort of stuff as well, then things are going to be a little bit more critical. So that's why I think we're probably seeing um, a lot of people looking for for change. Um, the whole my players thing really, really... Um, yeah. I find that really interesting, and we we do get caught up in in these things and these these words. I think sometimes I don't think any manager in the world has players that were completely signed by him um all the time. Or certainly certainly it's nowhere near the majority. Managers come into clubs all the time. Managers are dispensable. The players are there a lot longer than the managers are. I think that's just a reality. It's I don't see that as being necessarily a, a criticism. We can debate whether more players should have been brought in. However looking at the finances that we've had up until somewhere there, I don't think it was really an opportunity to bring any any more players in. So um, we could have done better with the money that we had, absolutely. But this, I don't have my whole squad or I don't have a whole squad. I think that's unrealistic for any manager, to be honest, particularly one who's only been in um, the job for a year and is obviously working with um, financial constraints. So I think sometimes we, we don't help ourselves as fans sometimes when we say that as a negative and we expect them to have a brand new team um Celtic were able to spend 40 50 million and getting basically a brand new team and we don't have that money i think that's that's the fact so there's always going to have to be a bit of repurposing of players that were there before or trying to figure out how we can get something else from those players or bring in academy players i think that's just the way things are at the minute at the club with yeah. with the finances we've got and with the age of of the players that we still have there
0: yeah there's a point made here graham uh from uh, Denzel. who says uh, a little dig at Ross Wilson me thinks would you would you
2: go along with that, with with what what you said there? No, to be honest. I mean, I thought that when Sky put forward the question, looking back, do you think enough was done in the summer to get you going? Gio was on record previously as, you know, being happy with the business that was done early. Uh, I thought in this latest answer, uh, he was a bit evasive uh, in terms of directly addressing the question, um, and if we can just take it back a step, you know this is as much confirmation uh, without it being in as many words that that Gio is staying. Uh, you know the cliched, dreaded vote of confidence isn't coming. Uh, that you know it could be that the manager doesn't want that that public. Uh, backing as such at the moment, uh, but it also it also ignores the elephant in the room, which is the seriousness of, of this situation, in terms of the this league campaign. Uh, you know, uh, a title race that is is faltering. You know, that is hanging. You know, by the last thread, uh, with us being nine points behind. Um. And another one of the answers, you know, he mentioned about uh, consulting with Ross Wilson closer to the window. Yeah. You know, we're, we're almost at the end of November. It's around five weeks until the window opens. You know, surely the, the business should be planned to the letter already in terms of targets, uh, you know, to be to be closed in on, you know, your, your A, B and C priority. So, you know, those alarm bells keep ringing for me it would have been nice, you know, in some way, uh, you know, via channels that the club does have available, you know, to, to hear something, you know, so it may appear that they're waiting on the AGM to try and, you know, bat away uh, with some justification in their case what uh, yeah. the supporters, shareholders and others are feeling. Uh, but, you know, there's still this disconnect at, at the moment between those in the inside and everyone else on the outside of the club. And that needs addressed as well as the glaring issues on the pitch if the club is, is to move forward. Yeah. Um, some of
0: the other uh, takeaways from from the interview, as Graham mentioned there, he did touch on uh, Ross Wilson. He was asked, uh, a number of players are out of contract in the summer, will the, the changes start in January or, or will the rebuild begin in the summer? Uh, he said, I speak almost every day with Ross and we need to see how my squad is when the window comes closer In every window, you have to make sure you end the window stronger than you started. You can see what is possible uh, and what we can do. We always want uh, a better squad. Um, And he was also asked a little bit about, um, looking back, do you think enough was done in the summer to get, get you going? And He said we lost some players who were out of contract or on loan, and some players made moves. Joribo and Calvin Bassi both took really good next steps in their careers then we had to add new players we did our homework had a list of potential new players and that's when it begins is this player available can we have them is it financially possible to get players every window that's the dynamic you have and you do everything to get players in. we had seven new players in and some started really well some need more time Uh, i think there's an element of of truth in that adam but some of the comments coming in here uh with regards to um the style of play and what have you. Ian Lambs says, uh morning guys, apart from the injuries, is the G V B style of play responsible for the poor football at the moment? It's hard to get away from that really. I I, I think injuries, like there's no doubt about it. He can point towards injuries and the long term ones. Rangers I've never known a season like this where so many players are out long term. Um so he has that to to back up um the current State of play, however, the style of play has been well. What is the style of play? I think that's that's what's left many Rangers supporters scratching their heads this season, hasn't it? There doesn't seem to be that uh, sort of stamp on the team that the manager is is placing upon them. Um, What's going on? What is the style of
1: play responsible for the the poor football? I would say it's it's definitely been been responsible. Um, I would say injuries, etc., are now cutting in at a time that we really didn't need them. Not that we ever do, but just given how things were going, having all these injuries, um, just makes it so much more difficult. But I think absolutely, even if you look at, um, we've got a show coming out at lunchtime today on uh, Heart and Hand the Tactics. Stop looking at the goalkeepers with my, myself and and Ali. Um, even if you compare that. You couldn't find two stylistically different goalkeepers than McLaughlin and and McGregor in terms of how they play. McLaughlin better with the ball at his feet. McGregor a fantastic shot stopper. The fact that Van Bronckhorst has had started with McGregor then in the summer made a big deal about McLaughlin will be the number one. He's going to start. We're going to play out from the back. We're going to do this. And we did that very well for the first couple of months of the season. Um, Then obviously McLaughlin had those two big games where, where he didn't do great at all um, but then just sort of cast aside which fair enough people will probably agree with that and that's absolutely fine but when you think about it in a style of play sense with them back to McGregor who who can't play that style of play and I think it's all this chopping and changing think like I've said this before when when it's going well everyone says such a flexible manager is able to adapt to, to every other team but then when things just change seemingly at random and I know it's probably never at random there's context and things yeah. that we never know about in terms yeah. of player personalities, player suitability, all that sort of stuff. But when it when it changes and when things change so drastically, um, another example would be going with Kamara as a number six and then having a terrible day at Parkhead in February and changing to Lundstrom and Jack as a sort of sitting physical midfield too. Those are big tactical shifts that don't necessarily make sense in terms of a, an overarching technology. It just sort of screams of, not panic, but reacting to a situation and then just trying to be more cautious. Uh, after that situation rather than maybe having a bit of belief in your approach um, you look across the city and I hate doing it but you look across the city the way that they set up um, away in Europe or whatever can seem reckless but it, it's consistent with how they play domestically it's a style that they adopt and they adhere to and we can have a laugh about how they can't defend and, and this and that um at those high levels but they have a trust in a system and they go through rigidly that's what they're going to do um, we can debate whether that is acceptable for us or not but I think that's quite two pretty clear examples of of the differences so I would say domestically yeah I still think we're way too cautious um, as we were under Gerard for quite a bit of time as well so again it's not a criticism of Van Bronckhorst specifically but the lack of quality that we have now or the lack of players that are on form such as your Morelos and your Kent's Kamar um up top, even Defoe chipping in with, with goals, etc. We don't have that breadth of, of quality in the final third now. And I think when you are cautious and you need someone to sniff those half chances out or have a Morelos on form, I think we're seeing that we're kind of sadly lacking them.
0: Yeah. Um, interesting point that Adam makes agreement, Graham. And I wanted to ask ask you this as well. Um, this point from Graham Morrison, he gets in touch. Uh, morning, guys. Uh, would winning both Cups be enough to get keep Gio in the job, even if the league has lost... Or does he go at the end of the season that no matter what? Say in talking sake, n- nine points are overhauled, uh, effectively 10 with the, the, the superior goal difference that Celtic have. If somehow he manages to to, to overturn this, uh, Graham, um, is, is, it style, is style of play and at the entertainment factor a, a big thing for you? Do um, you need to see a lot more with your own eyes as opposed to winning football?
2: Um. Rangers is a club built on winning. Uh, it's what runs through our DNA. Uh, you know, it's, what's the, it's what the demands are. It's what is expected. In terms of entertainment, you know, to an extent, you know, yes, the, the play could be a bit better on the eye, uh, but, you know, through Walter Smith's uh, legendary time at the club uh, over over two spells... You know, entertainment was in, in short supply uh, a lot of the time, uh, but there were teams who knew how to, how to get the business done, how to be involved uh, at the business end of the season uh, when, when you, you lift the big shiny silver things, uh, and that's what matters here. Uh, in terms of that poser about, you know, hypothetically, would two cups be enough on paper? You probably could make the argument, uh, but in reality, uh, we're coming up to a very tough period, even ahead of the the New Year game at, at Ibrox. Uh, if any further points are dropped, you know, ahead of January the second, and, and then that game, you know, goes very badly, even in terms of a of a loss. You know, if we we put up, you know, a challenge or such. Maybe like the 2 1 game last season, you know, it will just intensify the pressure. I, I just can't see two cup wins, you know, coming in isolation, you know, to, to the league campaign that, that, that would run uh, all the way through it. Uh, more worrying for me is, you know, what's happening around the performances in, in terms of, you know, terrible form from players, uh, Gio and the coaching staff. Uh, not being able to inspire or evoke, you know, form from these players. You know, there's a despondency on the pitch uh, uh, as well as off it. You know, so that's now one year today since the appointment. How many players has the manager improved significantly to a higher level? You know, the likes of Scott Wright is, is a very frustrating figure for me. He came in in the Hearts game, provided energy on the right wing, done all the right things, did what we needed to as an impact sub. He gets the shirt the the following game uh, from the start against St. Marin, you know, when he was largely anonymous. Uh, We, things like that are ongoing. I would go along with Andrew there, and none of our players have improved in reality. Uh, Set against that is the, the nature and the makeup of this squad which is generally past its peak and it's on the downward curve. You know, Geo can speak about these players being his players, all he wants. Yes, he's responsible at the moment, you know, but it's very much the team of the Gerard era. Uh, the man sitting with us, you know, wrote a book in terms of the tactical blueprint. You know, Adam could wax lyrical all day about how those players were drilled, uh, how, how they were moulded into the system you know Glenn Kamara is the perfect example but now you know he's a, a figure almost cut adrift strangely there was real interest in Kamara uh, in the window just passed in the summer but Gio wanted to hold on uh, to him uh, in hindsight especially you know why did he do that you know given the evidence up to that point and what we have seen since typified again in the saint Marin game last week uh, I, I just I don't like being so pessimistic and negative, uh, but you know I'm not going to insult. You know what I've been seeing, uh, what the the viewers have been watching. Uh, you know over, over the last year, um, it is right that we should look back on, on the previous year and acknowledge the high points and, and what Geo, you know, has done for the club. Uh, the Europa League final was massive, in, in terms of you know profile. Prestige and you know, it was thrilling that the, the red was great. Uh, the Scottish Cup win ended up, you know, a long hoodoo in terms of domestic trophies. You know, so those are plus points. However, a Rangers manager is, is judged, you know, on the competition, uh, on the league race. You know, as it is, there are two significant black marks against Geo's performance in last season and this season's title race, that can't be sustained. So uh, I don't know. We we need answers, but we need evidence from the club that, that we have something to believe in, something to get on board with. More of the same just won't cut it. Uh, and I fear that that is the inevitable, that it is, is waiting on us at the other side of the break. Yes, yeah, so,
0: some of the comments coming in about uh, improving players. Uh, Blue Cafu says, is Gio not getting the credit f- for for Lundstrom? He uh, did have a, a, an upturn in form, of course, uh, in the second half of last season. He has been poor. Not the only one that's been poor this season. Uh, Andrew Gill says, uh, we really pretend Bassi didn't go from a nobody to an elite European defender under Gio. I think, those, especially Bassi's is an outlier, uh, Adam, um, in terms of improving players. But Graham's point about looking at that squad at the moment uh, you don't, there's not many that, that you think that, that have been improved in the last 12 months is there any that you can think of?
1: No, I think Bassey's the only one Lundström, yeah, Lundstrom, yeah you, you could argue has has had peaks and troughs um, there certainly I wouldn't say there was a, a, a tremendous uh, improvement now, he had a good few months Morelos had a good few months etc but no, I would say yeah. overall um, there isn't that there and I think that's a little bit... Um, that's the big thing for me, I think. Because, like I said, a manager is is, is going to be temporary, unfortunately, in, in the modern world. They have to come in and they have to be improving players that are there. You can talk about we're playing too many games. You can talk about, uh, oh, we've got the the European run or we've got injuries or, or or whatever. But we need to see some sort of improvement in there. Um, yeah. And it's on players as well, don't get me wrong. If, if we've got players that are... Um, running down their contracts, maybe don't want to give their all because they're looking at their next payday, etc. All these type of things can factor into it, but I think definitely I would say if you look at that in isolation, there are not many players there that you could say are markedly uh, improvement, improved from from the last year, um, or from the last couple of years. I, I would say it's very, very complex. I'd say he's been dealt a bit of a tough hand. um, And if we're looking at it in a kind of balanced way, the board are possibly thinking um. He's had some financial constraints put on him. He's brought in a a lot of money. Um, We know that the shutters came down during or post-COVID and there wasn't any money to spend for, what was it, three, four transfer windows probably when you factor in January as well. I know we probably spent a bit on on Ramsey and Diallo's fees, which you could argue were big mistakes. But overall, there hasn't been money. This is the first window where there there has been money um, to spend. So he probably has been dealt a, a raw deal there. I still think most of the transfer window in the in the, the summer was good or will become good, whether it was the best um whether money was spent in the more pressing areas, I don't I don't agree. If we still don't have Yelmaz up to speed by by now and we spent five million on him, should we have bought a central midfielder who could come in and, and make an impact before that? Yeah. Probably. But overall I think Yelmaz will will come good. So there are wee bits there that you can you can debate about. I do think he has been dealt a tough hand and maybe that's what the board think. Um We'll stick with it uh, and see. Personally, um, I've I, I said a couple of times, even from February, March time, I didn't feel like the style that we had on the go was enough to win a league. Now, players can absolutely change that. You bring the right players in and they can transform something and just end up getting that. So we'll see how things go. Um, the, back to the two cups argument, if he wins two cups, which, let's be honest, is, is pretty realistic he's he's shown he's decent in knockout football yeah. it's not out with the realms of possibility, but for me, I would really need to see more of a clear style. We're going into this six months with a lot less games than we have done in the last couple of couple of seasons um we've got a chance to get on the training pitch get a couple of proper training days in a week where it's not rest or recovery or preparation for something else. I'd be looking to see them coming out the traps flying from. Maybe not when we come back after the break because we'll still have a number of injuries, but from sort of January onwards when we've got the transfer window, you really want to see a couple of signings coming in that are going to improve the first team and just see a clear plan, what we're trying to work towards if we are keeping the manager. And that's that's what they're saying. And that's a long-term ambition. I'm sure we'll if we don't hear about it in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure we have to hear about it at AGM. Um, if that is the plan, then... They need to back them financially. Ross Wilson needs to make sure that they're collaborating and getting the right type of players. But we also need to see evidence of work on the training pitch um, in terms of how we go out and play. There needs to be more Aberdeen at home type performances and a lot less uh, St Mirren away or Livingston at home performances. I think the excuses that or the, the reasons around injuries, games, etc. goes away as soon as this break finishes because we are just in a two game a week cycle rather than three.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Graham, we've got a piece on the website uh, this morning from uh, uh, Stevie Clifford. He's basically saying that the board should uh, come out and uh, and give the supporters an update on uh, the manager's situation. Pretty much a a vote of confidence, uh, because it looks like uh, they are sticking with Giovanni van Bronckhorst uh, as the manager. Andrew Webster uh, comments, hi Andrew, if that is what the board think, they need to publicly back him now or sack him. Would you go along with that? Would you like to hear from the board and and and, and with the plans for Giovanni van Bronckhorst? Just to, uh, I guess, put it to bed that this this speculation and rumour about his future.
2: I just don't think that's going to happen. You know, it's you know we've seen it before. You know, it, it's almost a, a curse. You know, if the the club come out and say, you know, the manager is staying. Uh, I would look to read more between the lines with this splash uh, from Sky this morning, you know, an exclusive on Gio's first year in charge, you know, I I would say there's next to no chance that the club are going to sanction that that interview uh, and those questions, which has obviously been, you know, recorded in the last couple of days. Uh, you know, to go out this morning on the anniversary, then, you know, next week or the week after, suddenly the, <clears throat> you know, the plugs pulled uh, from underneath him. Uh, so that that that's not going to happen. Uh, there could have been input from the manager in that, you know, maybe he doesn't want, you know, the, the minutiae of, of his position, you know, being under the spotlight, uh, you know, and who... Who are the club going to let, you know, sort of ask the, those very pointed questions, uh, you know, given given all that's going on at the moment? So certainly I would like to to hear of some vision from the club in terms of what the plan is uh, going forward. Uh, you know, Adam raised some good points there, you know, in regards to, to finance for the squad and issues that, that Gio has has been dealt Uh, And and yes, there there is merit uh, and and truth uh, in that, uh, you know, there are the issues with the squad that are there uh, that that I mentioned earlier. And, you know, this pattern of losing a lead last season, uh, shipping nine points already. uh, So, you know, we need to see something on the pitch. It's okay giving the manager more time. uh, But... I, I've said, and, you know, as have others, if nothing changes, then then nothing changes. So, as much as I would like to see a different style of play, I don't know if that's going to happen. So, but something has to give, you know, if it's not in, in the short term, you know, are the board really going to allow, you know, hypothetically, a 14-15 point gap to set in, you know, say before the split? and then to, to try and paint a picture uh, over the summer. That would be a very hard sell for me, uh, but certainly at latest by the AGM. Uh, so it'll be what, two weeks, Nick, Nick, there'll be two yeah. weeks next Tuesday uh, until the AGM, you know, there there really needs to be something, uh, you know, in terms of meaningful dialogue, uh, in terms of what is, is happening, and, and what the plan is because there are just far too many questions uh, rather than answers at the moment. Um, it's, it's a very uncertain time and although I disagree, I can see why you know to an extent why the club are sticking by Geo, where they're not wanting to change. You know a big part of it is financial. You know it'll cost serious money to remove Geo uh, and his background team. You know, for one, but it, it, it's a gamble. Uh, at the same time, you know, if more points are dropped, uh, and if we take another another loss in the the January Old Farm, then what? Who's responsible? Who's accountable? What happens next? So, we very much need to hear the plan uh, and what the steps are going forward.
0: Yeah, uh, it's going to be an interesting uh,
1: tight match for sure. Going to say something there, Adam. I was just going to say, I think as far as the fan base are concerned, I think the damage is is probably already done. You you'll get it's realistic that we can beat Aberdeen, beat Hibs, beat mm. I think is it Motherwell um, coming up, but then a defeat in, in the old firm game. Every time there's going, to, every time there's a defeat or drop points now, I think it's going to be treated like the end of the world, regardless of yeah. if we if we string a run of three or four games together. I think the support is is too far gone uh, in my um, in my opinion on that side it's just going to be confirmation bias every time something happens um the only way i think that can be saved is not necessarily a, a title win because i think that's that's very very unrealistic now but coming out for example and smashing out a 10 15 game win and run um beating celtic home and away for, for example something like that to maybe give some sort of credit or some sort of heart that Yes, this can be can be achieved, and maybe next season we move into next season and see how things go. But it would need to be something I think quite extreme in that sense to really bring the support back on it, which is is quite yeah. damning. Yeah, yeah, I tend to agree.
0: Um, right, folks, that'll do us there, Adam. If people want to hear more from you, how do they go about doing so?
1: Uh you can get me on Twitter uh, at Adamski152, and I've got a couple of shows out every week on Heart and Hand Patreon.com forward slash Heart
0: Super stuff, uh, and Graham will be uh, writing a few things for us uh, today on the Rangers Review site, folks. Uh, just a reminder: if you want to take advantage of all the content on there, head over to RangersReview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. Just a pound for two months' worth of content—absolutely cracking deal we've got on just now. Okay, chaps, thanks very much for for joining us. Enjoy your your weekend without. Uh, any rangers uh to, to, to dampen your dampen your week um but yeah uh of course world cup starts on sunday as well if that's if that's your thing if you're watching that um uh, what what a game to kick it off a eh? qatar against <laughs> ecuador it doesn't get much better than that folks um so yeah that kicks off uh, on sunday and um, we'll be back again on monday um but until then enjoy the rest of your friday and your